Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1TN5 for Tuesday, May 3rd. I'm Jack Vaughn. Multiple reports indicate that even though league ADs voted 7-1 to to admit Chicago State to the MEAC, the conference CEOs voted 2-6 to against the move. A spokesperson for Chicago State said in a statement the MEAC was one of several Division I conferences it, quote, had productive meetings towards finding a new conference home for Chicago State Athletics. Our highest priority continues to be finding the best alignment for the university's mission, vision, athletic programs, and the needs of our student-athletes. Meanwhile, in Newport News, Atlantic 10 Commissioner Bernadette McGlade says she isn't opposed to further expansion of her league, saying, We would definitely be open to adding a 16th member. Is there an urgency right now to do it? No. But membership is always on the agenda of every single meeting. If it makes sense from a leadership perspective and from a profile perspective, it's something that we're definitely open to. Illinois will no longer pursue adding ice hockey. Illini AD Josh Whitman says, After more than five years of extensive evaluation and intense effort to generate interest and support, we have determined that it is not viable to bring Division I men's ice hockey to the University of Illinois at this time. Since we began our exploration of hockey years ago, meaningful landscape changes have pushed us to this unfortunate conclusion. We have stated repeatedly that we would not advance the hockey project without a sound funding and financial plan. To date, we have been unable to generate the financial support necessary to greenlight the project a concern that grew even more daunting through the pandemic when we saw cost projections for the new facility increase by 30%. Sports Illustrated's Ross Dellinger with a long read on the current state of NIL collectives with lots of headline-grabbing comments from industry leaders. MAC Commissioner John Steinbrecher says, We are exactly where we didn't want to go. We've talked long and hard about how institutions are not supposed to be in the business of setting up things, and we are seeing that institutions are now setting up these collectives. An unnamed SEC staff member adds, Everything now comes down to how willing are your boosters and how rich are your boosters. You're pretty much effed if you don't have the booster bank. Dellinger writes that Opendoors is now managing 12 collectives with a combined $50 million in total funding a number the company expects to grow to $100 million. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey says, The expectation is that there is actual NIL activity, not just payments of cash. It's not clear that these collectives are actually engaged in meeting that expectation. Lots more, including thoughts from Miami AD Dan Radakovich, Kane's NIL supporter John Ruiz, the AFCA's Todd Berry, and a number of other managers of collectives. Oregon State AD Scott Barnes chimes in on collectives. The premise of a collective, whereby stakeholders, donors, fans can come in and provide a pool of money, for instance, for current student-athletes for name, image, and likeness activities, is great. Letting recruits know that when you come to our university, we have these opportunities. But what's happening is different. It feels a lot more like inducement. The NCAA has suggested that it is not permissible, Yet it's happening and they're not enforcing it. We need to bring some national standards to this dilemma, and we need to do it in a hurry. 
At this point, our only opportunity may be for a congressional intervention. Barnes also rattles off a list of facility projects in the pipeline in addition to the current research stadium upgrades, including a track grandstands, softball video board, hitting facility for baseball, and a rowing training center. Iowa State AD Jamie Pollard wants the Big 12 to be careful with football scheduling as getting rid of the round-robin format could lead to competitive imbalance. Kansas State's Gene Taylor offers his opinion. I'm a division guy, but if there's flexibility, I would love to see what that would mean. It's always been our kind of bonus to do that. How do you figure that out from a scheduling perspective? I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Commissioner Bob Bowlesby says no decisions will be made on divisions until next month. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1TN5 for Tuesday, May 3rd. I'm Jack Vaughn, and be sure to check in later this afternoon.